Welcome to Story Route Zero. This is a podcast where friends gather to talk about the good, the bad, the ugly, and the strange worlds of video games. We often don't know where we're going, but that's half the fun. Come on the journey with us. Hit us up on Twitter at StoryRouteZero. You can send us an email at StoryRouteZero at gmail.com. That includes questions, concerns, comments, complaints, pet pics. Send us some recipes. Send us some stories about your day. We're going to listen. Podcast start your engines. We have liftoff. Let's have a journey. Some things in life are bad. They can really make you mad. Other things just make you swear and curse. When you're chewing on life's gristle, don't grumble. Give a whistle. And this'll help things turn out for the best. Always look on the bright side of life. This is Story Route Zero, episode 125. My name is Matthew. Got a full complement of friends with me. Jason, not with a green screen. How are you, sir? Good, good. Moose in space. What's up? Michaela, welcome back. Greetings and salutations. Ah. And uh, we talk about the video games here, so... Who wants to talk about the video games? Or shall we just, just call it all off? Yeah, good night. Nobody's, it, nobody's answering. Um, okay, cool. Bye. I had to cough, so I muted myself. I'll go. I'll go. Bruce is like, bye. I was like, I'll go. I'll go, I'll go first. I'll go first. Ooh, oh. All right, Jason. What you got? Um, Played a, a little more uh, Outriders. I um, backpack Moose a little to get his leveling going. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely, definitely gonna buy the um, World Slayer DLC just because I think I'm at like the limit of like farming just seems silly to max out before the DLC. So um, I kind of got the rust. I de-rusted and I I still enjoy it. So um, I'll be uh playing that soon hopefully um i played a game called severed steel it's um super hot meets max pain but it looks like the metal gear solid vr missions Hmm. there's bullet time um you feel like john wick like you just go all out like headshots everywhere throw the gun, grab someone else's gun, shoot them. Um, and But there's a lot more acrobatics. Um, but aesthetically, it does remind me of Metal Gear Solid VR missions. Like, enemies will just appear in, like, a flash of light in sections. You're like, oh. And um, she also has one arm, because the other arm is, like, the Mega Man buster. And you could blow through walls and floors. <laughs> nice yeah yeah um so that was fun i beat it in like one in like one and a half 
sittings. Like I just, I paused to make lunch and then came back. Uh, it's, but there's a challenge mode, which is like kill X amount of guys. But here's a challenge. kill Get two kills while wall running. Get three kills before your slide ends, stuff like this. And you unlock new weapons. Um, a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Uh, highly recommend. I think it's like $25 only. Um, it's on... I play it on PlayStation. It is on Switch, I believe, Game Pass and PC. Um, so, well worth checking out. Uh, let's see. What else did I play? I played a game on itch.io. For some reason, I don't... I prefer my PC games on Steam. It's more to like organize them it's weird I, I don't know but this game called galaxy pilot i only played one level it's a shoot 'em up but the levels are based on 80s video games so like one level Ooh. you're literally flying over a minesweeper board that's interesting that's that the like back <clears throat> nice so that's that good was time. pretty cool uh more mario kart um I, I I jacked it up to 100 CC to see, uh, and Aria was able to keep up. I mean, she was able to keep up to second place. She can't keep up first. That's just out of the question. Now, now, she's <laughs> at least not buried at 12 or, or and, further and back. She, yeah, the more she yeah. trash talks, the less likely it's going to be. <laughs> uh, played. Um, Doesn't it start at 50? Starts at 50 and yeah, then goes 50, 50 100, 152. 150. And then there's a reverse they added or a mirror. Mirror mode, yeah. yeah. And there's, I told her there's no, new courses coming out Thursday, the fourth of mm-hmm. the second mm-hmm. like wave, but we'll talk about that later. And I, um, so I replayed chapter one of Live Alive because there's a secret boss, completely optional. Apparently the hardest boss in the game. So I was like, well, we're going to sit there and bang our heads against the wall till we beat him. Yeah. I beat him. He didn't drop the item that he could drop. So I was like, son of a bitch. So I reloaded, tried again, killed me three times. So I'm just, I'm going to get it. But um, How do you do this to yourself? Because it's fun. This <laughs> is Jason. I mean, the weird could, definition of he fun. He could just play Persona Five, right, Michaela? He could just he could do it. just do it. <laughs> he could and just then, do it and <laughs> make somebody pick up. And then he would force me to give in on this bet that is now what at least a year and a half old, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I did play more Kingdom Hearts. So, I mean, where are you at there. at this point? Yeah, so I didn't. I tried not to react last week when you said this. When did this happen? Because I was gone for two weeks and I come back and Jason's talking about Kingdom Hearts. I'm like, wait, Whoa. where am I? <laughs> I had grabbed it when it was 20 bucks. It's all, well, except Melody of Memory. Um, but right. it's all of them for 20. And I was like, you know what? It's about time I just start on this collection of if you want the whole collection, all you have to do is get to the second dungeon in Persona 5. Michaela will pick it up, beat it, and can just ship it to you. <laughs> no, so I, I, I'm i still in Traverse Town, but I'm exploring, um, playing around. 
I do. I told Michaela, I do wish it was portable because I found I can't have long sessions of Kingdom Hearts because the at least this one because the camera is it's like a roller coaster. It's, it's one, a, right? One. Yeah, one it's, has it's not aged well. It's like, yeah, I can only do some sections, and then I'm like, okay, we're gonna take a break now because it's like, okay, I want to revise my statement. One has not aged well, and Square Enix doesn't do anything with the remixes to actually improve upon it. It is basically how it was, not as it was on PS2 when it first launched, but not much better. Yeah. They lift and shift. They don't really... They add content to shit. Like, they'll they'll throw extra bosses in that'll just kick your ass until it's concave, but they won't mm-hmm. actually, like, fix the camera or anything like that. Or add an autosave, heaven forbid. And, um... Oh, I started uh, Salt and, uh... I... See, I started it, and I don't even... Which, I started the new Sacrifice? one. Sacrifice? Yes, the new one. I was like... Doesn't know how to say sacrifice. No, I just I was about to say salt and sanctuary. I'm like, no, that's the one I beat. I started salt and sacrifice. Nice. Um, how are you enjoying it so far? It's good. It's a, it's definitely an improvement. Um, in a lot of ways, visually. Um, I like that the ranged is a is a dedicated button versus just swapping weapon sets, which is cool. Yeah, that is cool. Um, yeah. Um. So I'll have fun with that. And I'll avoid if I play a ton of games, I just don't have room for Persona. Yeah, that's true. But it's only two dungeons. Well, one dungeon. I just have to make it to the second. I guess. Um, but that's about oh, and more monolith because when I'm bored, that's kind of like the go-to. Yeah. I like I like the, the starting the music when you start the game up. Oh, yeah, it's so good. Um, yep, that's about it. Nice. Oh, and shameless plug for my initial impressions of the tarnishing of Juxtia, which is an interesting Souls-like 2D game. <clears throat> read my review. Is that, is that an interesting good, an interesting bad, or is that just you saying read it and... Yeah, I'm gonna put it in the in the description and uh, just read it. And uh, I don't know if I, I. Yeah, it's not it's not bad. It's not like I wouldn't. It's just it's it's. Yeah, it has issues that people should be aware of before jumping in. Oh, I love souls. Yeah, well. <laughs> but that's it. I'll go next. I got a short list. Uh, play through some more cyberpunk. Finally decided to just do the endings. So I actually beat cyberpunk. Uh, all three endings that are related to trophies. There's one ending that I have not done. Uh, <clears throat> Jason, did you talk to the Arasaki chick, the, the sister, and do that ending? No. I have a feel- oh, no. Okay. I, w- I went to the roof and just said, fuck it all. And gave Johnny control? No. No. Oh. No. No. Nobody has control. No. We're done. 
I don't know that ending then. Never mind. Oh, maybe there's five. He, he, the back of V's head is missing now. Oh. I took the coward's way out. I, want to I got you. Th- I didn't even know that was an ending. Oh, yeah. Okay. It is. Oh. Red pill or blue pill? How about no pill? How about, How about bullet pill? Bullet pill? <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Uh, so I am closer to the platinum now. I have one uh, specialty combat trophy I need to get. I need to kill Phil. 50 people with melee, but I'm going to do that on my second character, which I have to get a trophy that I missed in the story. So now I'm just basically cleaning up all the uh, NCPD assaults and the gigs. And I, um, because I needed like levels to do some of the other ones, (laughs) some of the other trophies, I saved my points and did like a save and leveled up, did all those trophies. So now my character, I've used all my attribute points and all my perk points which I feel like I don't even really need because I was already kicking ass with the way my character was spec. Like I could have just stopped leveling where I was uh, or using my attribute points, even to even perk points. But anyways, it's a lot of fun running around shooting things. I'm using a revolver now and just blowing people's heads clean off, which is nice sometimes, you know, when you're just angry. Uh, so I've been playing that. I've been playing Outriders with uh, Jason Razzie and our buddy Bull, um, we've been playing, we played a bunch yesterday and Saturday, and uh, that's been fun. Uh, it is definitely, in my opinion, a game that's better when you play with multiple people. I hate playing solo. I think, uh, I, don't, I don't know. I just don't, I just don't like the way the game behaves when you're playing solo. So I don't know. I don't think I'll ever play it by myself. But <clears throat> anyway, so that's been pretty entertaining. Uh, I dove into some Stray, uh, which is pretty interesting. That's just fun and relaxing. It's just cool. Just walk around as a cat. You got a meow button. Just chilling, you know. Um, anyway, so that that's pretty entertaining so far. And then, so... <clears throat> uh, the um, PS Plus premium list has a whole bunch of games, which I downloaded. And so not all of them, because I don't have that space. But I downloaded uh, Warhammer Chaos Bane, I think it is. Mm-hmm. I always want to say Born, but it's not. Bane. It's Bane, right? Bane. Yep. Yeah, Chaos Bane. So downloaded that. I have it on PC, and I was like, oh, well, it'd be nice to... Not that I had issues hooking up a controller. I will have to say, like, Steam is pretty user-friendly with like plugging in an 8-bit control 8-bit do controller and just switching right over to controller which is nice but um playing with the dual shot 5 is nice and just sitting there and enjoying those trophies pop um is very obviously it, it's 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 a diablo style game medieval set times i'm playing a dwarf engineer and she has a hammer and a gun as her main attack and then she has she has like this I want to say like a fire breathing like ball on the end of a stick coming out of her, you know, sticking out from her back and like you build up energy and then you can hit a button to do a flamethrower thing. And then like, it's pretty cool how they make you balance it because like if you build it up too much, like it starts another counter as you're using it. And if it gets too hot, it you can't use the ability. You have to like bleed the heat out. So you have to hit 
you have to hit the directional button in a direction. But what's nice is uh, bleeding the heat out of the weapon, like actually does damage to people because it's steam damaged. So like, it's not as much as what it does, but it's still cool. Cause like I use it to kill like rats or like enemies that are at like half health or a quarter health. Like it'll just, you know, knock them out. And then I can just start. Cause like you build up a certain currency with your regular X attack, which doesn't cost you anything. And then you can use these other power-ups. And then I just unlocked another ability where you just dash straight forward in a line and leave a line of fire behind you. And then I also have another one that does heavier hits that uses the um, the quote-unquote energy that you have to build up. So it's it's very Diablo 3-ish like. Uh, I'm enjoying it. Story's pretty cool. Um it's like one of those ones where it's like, and then, and then, and then, and you're just like, okay, can I play the game? <laughs> it's like, just let me play the game. But uh, it's entertaining so far. Um, I recommend checking it out if you like Diablo and want to jump into the Warhammer universe. Uh, but that's been, it's been there pretty much PS5 it. Version? There is a PS5 version. It's a hundred. It's over a hundred gigs, and I think the PS4 version is like forty, something like that. But I went with the PS5 version because I was just like, ah, I'll just download it, try it, see how it goes. <laughs> but um, I think, and it's on sale now too. I think it's like the, like the mid-range edition is like twenty bucks. So it's I'm sure, like the regular always, version, if it's, it's on sale, is like it's always under ten. Yeah, I was just gonna say that too. Like, I think Chaos Born is... Because it's, like, what? A 2018 game? Uh, uh, 2019. 2019? Yeah, last year... or Two years ago was when they released the, like, enhanced versions. Okay. Okay. Anyways, but that that was about it. So I've been playing. I can go, because I'm going to be quick. Yeah, I only played two things. So, first things first... Uh, end of last week, I heavy air quotes rolled credits on Dragon Quest XI S on on the Switch. And the reason I say heavy air quotes is so the game is essentially three acts. Act one is like the first half of the game, and then I told you it's like an FF six situation where like the bad guy kind of wins for a while and shit sucks. Act two is undoing that. And then the credits, you, you get credits. Credits roll all the shit. But then there's an entire post game that is like the same length. Like Act 3 is the same length as like Acts 1 and 2. There's like a whole nother story to go after the credits roll. It's one of those situations. Um, which I did that on the PS4 version. Um, I'm not going to do it right now. I could always go back for it because there is a lot of story left to go. It's like one of those where act two, you're taking down like the villain that you've been trying to deal with the whole time. But the game has made it very obvious that there's another evil force behind the villain. That's like villain with villain filling. You got to deal with that bitch still. Um, I like that villain with villain filling. Got to <laughs> deal with that bitch first. Yep. Villain Twinkie. Yep. So there's like this whole thing. You still got to deal with the tackles and some dead character Donald. shit. And... Villain Twinkie. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome right to the Villain Donald. Twinkie. Um, 
but yeah, so there, I've done that before. Um, and I have something else to focus on at the moment, but I will just say very quickly, Dragon Quest Eleven. if you haven't played it, you should play it. Of the people on this call, Jason, I know you've been interested in the 2D pixel art version that comes with S. Matt, I think this game is way up your alley. Dragon Quest Eleven is... Oh, it 100% is. It 100%. Highly, Dra- highly Dragon recommend. Quest was the first J- JRPG I ever played, and uh, the first one has a special place in my heart because it's the first game my mother kind of insisted that I play more of because I just didn't play it a lot. And she actually sat with me and we went through from at, from the beginning to the end, you know, together. Mm-hmm. Figuring it out. It's one of my favorite gaming memories of all time. But yeah, no, it's it's on my radar. I do want to play it. Yeah, I, I, can't, I can't recommend it enough. The characters are great. Silvando, Veronica, they're they're great. It's a great cast, except for the silent protagonist, who, as we all know, is the um the wet paper towel, Lloyd, the wet paper towel. Um, but uh, yeah, fucking love that game. It is the one time where I'm like all in on the puns. I I don't even care. You, Sniffleheim just sends me sends me places. Um, we're gonna make you stream on Twitch. just to have proof that you laughed at puns you know you can't do it uh and so i i I, heavy air quotes rolled credits on that um so i technically beat the base game but there's a whole act three i don't even know why but square does that sometimes with some of their shit when i reviewed lost fear lost fear was like that highly underrated game not as good as i am setsuna but lost fear is still a good game highly underrated a lot of people sleep on that one um but the other thing i just started today between work and this so i've only played it for a couple hours is obviously xenoblade chronicles 3 which released on friday and we all know i like xenoblade just a little Mm. bit i a little bit of one and a little bit of two Oh, two might be right at the uh, top 10 of all time list for mm-hmm. me. And we all know that I had a whole mind explosion when I finally went back and finished the first game earlier this year. Um, and so far with three, visually, it is a step up. They've The UI is like sexy. It's nice. It's edgy a little bit. It's a more mature theme visually. Because the story is also going to be a little bit more mature. Shit is dark. Like, real dark. So, as is in the other Xenoblade games, there's, like, multiple continents. In this case, like the first game, there's two major continents that are at war over resources. But in this case, it's not just, like, land to live on or whatever. They're not just mortal enemies. Literally, the your life force... It waxes and wanes based on killing the other people. Like you kill them, their life's force gets added to your colony. So like, it's Mm. dark. So and also, all of the people in your party, all of your characters are like these genetically produced child soldiers that pop out like just at about the age of puberty and have ten years to live. And well, then at ten, at once well, they hit ten years, they get deleted. Time out, time out. What? When, how did 
I'm sorry. Did I black out and you start talking about Final Fantasy VII with the child nope. soldiers that are genetically? <laughs> this is like worse. They literally they get ten terms, ten years to live, and most of them don't even make it the ten years because they're just constantly at war, and most of them will die. But if they manage to turn ten years old, they get deleted and yeeted. Like it's that that's like they get born to be child soldiers, and then if they're lucky enough to make it to age ten. They get what are they like? Do, do they start at like a like 10 and then they go 10 years to 20? Because I feel like yeah. one to four would be kind of useless. Like, no, they start, they come out like just like pre pubescent age. Okay, it's just semantic. it's dark. It's like, here's these child soldiers, they have 10 years to live, and in order to survive, you have to kill other people and basically suck out their life force. Okay. And that's the first 30 minutes. And I was like, what the fuck, man? This is dark. Okay. Okay. Um, and I'm, of course, already formulating. I, I'm like, okay, how is this going to connect to the other universes? And I'm like, all right, let's see where this goes. And I see this theme and I recognize this. And I'm like, I'm ready. I'm so ready. Just to let have it a happen. Moment. Just let it happen. I'm right, so well, ready. For, for the people listening, since we're not video, Mr. Burns over here with the yeah <laughs> excellent um, smithers, smithers another child soldier <laughs> um also your main character noah he's what they call an offseer he basically performs the uh some of the same duties that yuna from final fantasy 10 does as a summoner and he performs a, a, like so you guys know the like the scene from Final Fantasy X that uh, Yuna's walking on water and she does the like the dance and all of the lights are going around. Do you not know this scene? Mm-hmm. I see Matt shaking his head. I'm I'm probably gonna be the one who does it because we we keep I keep having to remind y'all that I don't like Final Fantasy, so I haven't played a lot of them. This is a very famous scene though, um, and it is the scene that is my touch point for like when I saw that. It was my baby awakening of like, oh my God, games are not just games, they're art. That is my right. touch point, is that scene. But the point is, so he kind of does what she does in that sense. And I was, so I'm immediately paying more attention to him. And I was like, huh, interesting. I'm drawing a lot of Final Fantasy parallels here. So this is going to be hooked. Um, one thing that I've noticed so far is that the mechanics get up to speed a lot faster than in Xenoblade 2. With two, one of my biggest complaints about it is it takes too long to start giving you access to the spicier mechanics in combat. Three, they are going right from the get-go. They're like, all right, here's how you cancel, and here's how you use your arts, and here's how you do combo chains and all this shit. And I was like, this took like a couple hours, like 10 hours for me to really start to jive with and do it. It's like first 30 minutes, here you go. So it might be a lot to catch up on if you didn't play two, even though story-wise, this is going to be largely independent of the other games. Mechanically, it throws a lot at you if you didn't play two. I already know what I'm doing because I I know the uh, the previous games. Um, But that said, the fact that they're getting this much into the early first hour or two of the game bodes well because that means all of the systems that I know are coming because I've seen gameplay trailers are going to build and build and build and give you a lot to fuck around with. And I'm very much looking forward to that. This looks like it's taking all of the lessons from two and adding like a more mature 
aesthetic and theme on top of it and then just building from there so i'm i'm pumped and there's going to be a lot of game it's going to be a big game i can tell already this is this is going to be a massive one two xenoblade 2 was a big game too so there's a lot to look forward to matt what that's all i played oh so what do I do? Well, now oh, I talk about what? now we usually like we go we take <laughs> no, turns. Now I go. Yes, I have to go, Bagel. Um, so I'm. Uh, it's been another week and another week of hunting monsters in Monster Hunter Rise. I am barreling towards the end of, I guess, what could be called the story in Sunbreak. Um, I think it's six stars and i'm at the end i'm at the tail end of five and from what i so i'm not going to i can't i'm not qualified to say that sunbreak is better than iceborne um mainly because i these are uh world iceborne rise and sunbreak are the only monster hunter uh, installments that I've sort of engaged with. I will say that I'm having more fun in Rise than I did with Iceborne. Um, I'm having more fun in Sunbreak than I did with Iceborne. I mean, I and I, I'm pretty sure I'm on record as saying I've had more fun with Rise than I did World. Uh, and I think that's I think that's more because like. World was the one that brought me in, and while I did like it, it came out in a year that was just packed full of games that I wanted to play, and I got as far as I could quickly, and then never actually went back until a couple of years later when uh, my buddy Ahmed and I basically barreled through all of World to get to the Master Rank stuff in Iceborne, and then... um, both of us are in healthcare. Uh, Ahmed got married and, you know, life just sort of happened. And then we ended up playing other things instead of Monster Hunter Iceborne. Um, this time out, I've actually, I actually stumbled into uh, a, a tiny-ish community of folks that are just interested in playing. When I, when I jumped in, they're like, I'm, I'm like, so I heard about this group from another Discord. I'm in. Cool if I join. They're like, yeah, come on. I went into a hunt, and I'm. I was uh, hunter rank 69. Nice. Uh, when I joined this crew, and I had not really gotten to master rank yet, which is um, Sunbreak proper. And the first hunt that I joined in, it was like folks that were master rank in all, either in the hundreds or near a hundred and hunter rank like three or 400. I'm like, oh, these folks know how to play. And this week I, I, I've gotten a lot of help uh, learning like the decoration system, the talisman systems, and a little, a, a couple more tricks of combat um just in general uh a lot of it goes into like preparation and eating a meal before you hunt and whatnot but the funny story i will i will regale here i did say in uh discord so i know uh jason and noose i've i know they've been privy to this story 
but uh, we were, I was, I'm in like the beginning of uh, five star hunts. And for the most part, I feel like I've been doing okay. What does I feel like I'm doing okay mean? Like, how do I, how do I get there? I will, I, I was dying once, maybe twice a hunt while everyone else was just surviving the entire time. If you, if there are three deaths in your party, that's a wipe. You have to start over. Um, so all the way through uh, the final fight of uh, Rise proper, which is Ibushi and Narwa, uh, all the way through the beginning of five star, like it would be me dying twice and everyone else just like, Oh, this fucking noob. And then someone said, what armor are you wearing? And I said this, they're like, wait a minute. Is that just high rank armor? And I'm like, what do you mean? Is that's the stuff you, you, you made that in while you were still playing rise. Yes. And I'm like, yeah. He's like, Okay, so um, you're in master rank now, uh, and and everything hits way harder, and you need to make master rank armor. I'm like, video games, am I right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. And because it doesn't like, I expected everything to get harder. I expected everything to hit harder. But what I but and the thing that it didn't I I didn't really sort of start drawing the connection to because when I played World, I basically played World with the set you get when you get Iceborne, which is that's the thing that'll carry you through World. And I got through most of Iceborne, or at least most of what I played in Iceborne with that set. So like I wasn't accustomed to changing armor all the time. So they're like, here you're using the bow. Like, do you know about decorations? I'm like, yes, I know about decorations. I've I've done something. I've done some things with decorations, and they're like, send a screenshot. And they're like, okay, so here, here you're you're not helping yourself here. What we're gonna do? You have do you have a lot of materials? I'm like, yes, I have a ton of materials, none of which I'm using. They're like, okay, do you have enough to get this set? I'm like, done. I'm like. Uh, do you know how to, do you know that you can upgrade it? I'm like, yes, I know I can upgrade the armor because I upgraded everything that I was already wearing. They're like, cool, upgraded this as far as you can. I'm like, all done. I've got plenty of armor spheres, plenty of currency. I, 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 I upgrade everything. They're like, okay, so maybe spec yourself out this way and you'll be a little more effective. And then just like get, because your rhythm with the bow has been really good you've been contributing to every hunt except for the fact that you just can't take a punch to save your goddamn life i'm like <laughs> no because my goddamn life gets wrecked by a punch well the next hunt like i take an entire rajang beam to the face like i it's like i opened wide Sounds like for Matt. it yeah and well and then i just <laughs> instead of instead of it saying you fainted i just fall i get i fly across the screen i get back up and they're like look who can take a punch so th- that's been a lot better and uh i actually found a monster hunter rise companion app which is very similar to like the binding of isaac companion apps that exist where where you can just mark off things that you've gotten so you can kind of have it as a point of reference for what a power-up is uh it basically has like a a, you you can 
look at different armor sets for a build and see what sort of stats you'll get. And you can, it's a really good planning tool. I've been wasting a lot of time at work thinking about this, as well as when I go to sleep at night, I look at this and I'm like, hmm, well, now I have an idea for a build and I'm almost there. I have all of the decorations I need. I have all the armor pieces I need. I need the weapon and I need a good talisman. The talisman will be the RNG section of, of that because I guess Monster Hunter has to have some RNG that way. Um, but that little story aside, I can take a punch. And I think the monsters in Sunbreak are actually really cool. They've done uh, early, early stuff has been kind of variants. Um, there's an overarching, uh, like, I want to say status effect or like an ailment that comes with a couple of the later Sunbreak monsters. I'm not going to really go into that. Um but I'm learning that you can use that in an armor set and that can actually build up. You can actually use that to your advantage later on, which seems really cool. Uh, but uh, I'm really loving this game a lot. I actually think I'm pro- I think this has a strong potential to be a division two, like, like the way Division Two is for Moose, like it has has a strong chance of being one of those uh, for me, and uh, I genuinely like it. If any of you decide to play, please let me know. I would love it. I would love to backpack you through Rise and Sunbreak because now I can take a punch, uh, and it's fine. Uh, and plus, I think the monster designs are are really cool. There's this. Um, in this one specifically, there's a monster called, I think it's Seregios or Seregios, but it is basically a dragon that kind of does a very uh, Tigger-esque standing on its tail. Oh, bother. And, <laughs> yeah. That's pretty and funny. It does that. It will <laughs> do like, it, it's, 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 it's horrifyingly mobile and uh it uh it it hits real hard um and funny story in a quest we were fighting uh an elder dragon called teostra which has been in several monster hunter games as far as i know and took that monster down we got the quest over thing we were all we were all basic i'm pretty we don't really talk on mic in this group but i'm pretty sure we're all just kind of like doing the mental high-fiving each other anyway seregios is like hold my beer dive bombs the, where we are we're all carving up the teostra lands on someone not me wasn't me this time i had died the other two times in this mission but this one wasn't me lands on someone else that person dies faints and it says mission failed after we had killed the target i was now, I don't know how the others reacted. I'm pretty sure there was a point of frustration, but I laughed because I think I, I laughed because that shit happens in Souls games all the goddamn time. <laughs> so, uh, you know. Dude, especially Elden Ring. Yeah, like at least Elden with Dark, at least with like my experience with one, Dark Souls 1 and 3 mm-hmm. and Bloodborne and Demon Souls. 
Yeah. As long as, even if the main person who is summoning everyone dies, as long as somebody kills the boss before they disappear, the boss is dead. Yeah. Not Elden Ring. Elden Ring's like, fuck your couch. <laughs> like, get your ass back in here. <laughs> Elden Ring is like, you failed. Do it again. Right. Um, right. But yeah. Like, uh, even Monster if you do, I, I've even seen the like prey slaughtered. And then it's like, oh no, you gotta. You know, you spawn at the the site of grace, and you got to go back in there again. It's crazy, mm-hmm. but anyways. <clears throat> uh, but yeah, I really like Monster Hunter a lot. Uh, I'm glad you're enjoying it. Uh, I'm pro. I don't know if I'm going to switch uh, from the bow to another weapon. I've been looking at all of them. Some of them look like while they look really cool, I think some of them are a lot more. Uh, high level algebra than I want to really deal with. Um, so, like I've done the hunting horn, I've done the gun lance, I've done mm-hmm. I did the insect glaive in world. I did a little bit of longsword in rise because I wanted to cut tails off. Um, but right now I'm playing the bow and I, I just I just love it. It's a, so much fun. I like that you go you the the ranged weapons in this game i can't speak to like the bow gun or um or uh i guess the bow gun is the only other one um but in terms of like the gun lance and the bow it's not you can't just sit back and like fire you have to be at a specific distance and managing that with whatever you're fighting versus whatever could come into the arena and decide to mess with you is uh, it gets my brain buzzing in ways that I like. Um, I do wish the, you could be a little more mobile with the gun lance. That's the one reason I switched from the gun lance to the bow. But if you like just holding the shield and then all of a sudden you can basically, you could basically straddle a giant rocket and just shoot at the monster uh it's pretty cool <laughs> um so yeah uh i i will recommend monster hunter pretty heavily but also the the one caveat is uh it it is a lot you can get going i mean because i got through rise without even engaging with talismans or decorations i didn't really start thinking about that until i was way past the end of rise uh and now that i'm in sunbreak like you have to balance all of that it, it it's almost a requirement you have to learn all of that and if you played through rise to get to sunbreak you've kind of been introduced to that on some level um but the I, I can hear a lot of folks that I would talk to about this game. Not not any of, of you guys, um, because you guys play games and you know that you do have to sort of learn the rules. But remember how whenever you sit down to play a board game, no matter how simple, you still have to learn how to play. That's video games too. You still have to learn what everything does and what it means to do those things. And I like that Monster Hunter has that. Um, yeah, I'm going to stop myself from just rambling in circles if I haven't done that too much already, but yeah, I really like Monster Hunter and, uh, I will keep playing. 
think that's everybody. I think it's, mm-hmm. I, think it's I think it's time for some news. News, news. There was news. On the PS Plus front, we got our August games announced. You're getting Tony Hawk 1 and 2, Yakuza Like a Dragon, and Little Nightmares. And they'll be available. Anyone bitches about this month of games, they need to shut the fuck up and sit in a corner because that is a great lineup. And no matter who you are. Speaking of I can see I can see a lot of people going, but I already have I already played Yakuza on Game Pass. I can I can see that. I can they can suck on my farts. Speaking of Yakuza, if you have the extra or premium versions of PS Plus. You're getting Yakuza 0, Kiwami, and Kiwami 2 in August. And then mm-hmm. later in the year, on the premium tier, you're getting three remastered, four remastered, and five remastered. And the extra and premium tier are getting Yakuza 6 later. Hell and... yeah. So yeah, Yakuza everywhere. Uh, not to be outdone by the Garfield modding in Stray, someone's modded Spyro the Dragon. Nice. <laughs> Didn't they do um, what's his name from GTA as well? CJ. Yeah, CJ. Put in Heathcliff, you cowards. Well, now I think there's also a mod where you can put your own cat in the game too. Yeah. Annapurna had a showcase. That was just randomly announced. Hey, we got something. Right. I mean, that seems to be the way to go. Like, why announce you're going to have one? Just do it. Uh-huh. Uh, so they announced um, Bounty Star, which is um, mechs in the Wild West. Yeah, it looks dope. It looks like Borderlands with mechs. Block. It's an animal herding game. To be fun. It's made by the guy who created Katamari Damasi. Oh, Uvula. Uvula. That's unpleasant. A dinosaur uh, for any horror. for any Cardi B or Megan The Stallion fans. That's the thing that dangles in the back of your throat. Get out. <laughs> Uh, the Lost Wild. It's a dinosaur survival horror. Because Capcom won't do Dino Crisis, so Annapurna had to pick up the slack. <laughs> mm-hmm. That was they, they have that one thing, that Exo Force or whatever, whatever it's called. Oh, oh Exo Primal next year. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 not the same. Mm-mm. Well, I, I I see. Oh, I had, never mind. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna derail this with that with those thoughts. Next up is Thirsty Suitors. Hell yeah. Yeah, I knew Matt would say that. It's a JRPG. I've been saying that since I saw a trailer for it, like, what, six months ago at this point? It's a JRPG with skateboarding and dating. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like right up his alley. Right up my alley. <clears throat> and next up is Hindsight. It's a memory mystery game. It'll be out actually this week. Yep. Nice. And um, that developer cardboard computer, um, 
They're doing a new thing, but we don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah, they're doing a new thing. If uh, you don't know who Cardboard Computer is, our name, Starter Out Zero, may <laughs> sound like the title of their game, Kentucky Route Zero. Yep. So yeah, they announced that they are doing so. They announced that they're working. Mm-hmm. Let them take however long they need. Kentucky Route Zero was a goddamn masterpiece. <laughs> Let them leave them alone. Let them work. Now, I can't decide if this broke the internet or an actual trailer for the game will, but GTA 6 apparently is going to have a female lead and a lot of I don't want to say people, but I'm going to I'm just going to throw it out there a lot of dudes are upset about this. I'm going to stick that. You could fight me on this. You could change my mind, but you're not going to be able to. Nope. Um, Fucking yeah, assholes, all of them. <laughs> they're, they're upset about this. But I actually, aside from that being a stupid point of view, if you read more about the leaks, it's supposed to be a Bonnie and Clyde type situation. There's multiple protagonists. Yeah. And well, also, has, there's been playable female characters in GTA past, no. has there not been? No, I don't think so. Not play. I thought I saw somebody post about that. Unless you count online, but not main story wise. There's been yeah. like, like I don't know about like I don't know about all of the like portable ones that came out. There was a not playable. Okay. There've been like a big part of the story, but not actually playable. Okay. Okay. But this is a Bonnie and Clyde type thing. But aside from that stupidity, apparently they will be updating this game as it like they're they're actually going to be doing some type of not necessarily DLC but they'll update the map to expand the playable area like from actual like new cities being added or whatever they're doing oh that's cool yeah um but who knows when that'll be out in um shocking news Jeff Keighley announced that Gamescom will have game announcements, world premieres, and more. Huh. The sun will also come up. Cool. Um, Tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, did Gamescom already happen? Or when is it happening? No, it's the end of August. Oh, I don't know. Sorry. I think you're thinking of Summer Games, summer games Fest. Fest because that's <laughs> okay, okay, I got you. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, not E3 was in June, I think. Uh, we we mentioned Mario Kart earlier. The um, the new courses are Sky High Sunday and Sydney Sprint from Mario Kart Tour. That's a mobile game. Snowland from Mario Kart Super Circuit and Mushroom Gorge from Mario Kart uh, Wii. So that's pretty cool that they're adding the mobile games and the mobile tracks into the the main game. And if you have the the Switch Online, if you have the subscription, it's free for you. This is pretty cool. Apparently, indie developers can get a PS5 dev kit for free from Sony. They're get, they're loaning them for the development of their games. Which is kind of cool. Sounds about right. Yeah. Um, Help get their games, get more games on their uh, system. 
if and if you're an iPhone user, uh, PlayStation announced the Backbone. It's a controller that looks like a DualSense that was pulled apart, and yep. you can use an iPhone to um, remote play. I have one. The Backbones are really cool. I used it when I uh, was dabbling in Apple Arcade for a few months. It's uh, it's a it feels nice. Uh, you got believe you can charge it through. You can charge. You can keep everything charged. You don't have to like disconnect it. Um, yeah, you can it, charge it. It charges through the phone port, and yeah, they even said you can use it for the actual phone, like phone games, yeah, not just remote play. Not just remote play, but it is remote play compatible, which is the big selling point there. Uh, the backbone is really cool. You should really if if you're interested in if you're interested in doing that, use the backbone. The backbone's a really good controller, I think. One of Matt's favorite games, Outer Wilds, is getting a current gen upgrade on September fifteenth. Yep, the Outer Wilds. <clears throat> um, and oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say that that was one thing I liked about the Annapurna conference. I mean, or the showcase where instead of just like trailer, 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 it was kind of like, hey, here's what's going on. And also they were they weren't afraid to let the developers be themselves. Like especially, especially with uh I'm forgetting his name, but the main guy from Mobius uh who's responsible for Outer Wilds. I'm, I feel bad for forgetting his name, but he was like, I know y'all are asking about Outer Wilds for the Switch. Well, it's proving difficult. We will have more info when we can, but trust me, it's not canceled. We are working on it. And um, just as a further bit of insight into that, watch the no clip documentary on Outer Wilds because it kind of, there, there's a lot of illuminating facts in there as to why the Outer Wilds was a hard game to just make. Like, I think that my favorite anecdote is, um, you know, like uh, the, the guy, the main guy, God, I wish I could remember his name. Um, He's talking about the jumping in Outer Wilds. And we all know what jumping in a video game is. You, you know, squat, push with your legs off the ground. Well, apparently the the character does not do that. The entire solar system has to move for that character to jump because everything is in motion. So when you start thinking about all that, you're like, whoa making games is really fucking hard <laughs> um and and yeah like uh play outer wilds I, I will say that till my dying day but uh also i like that annapurna did that also getting an upgrade is what remains of edith finch but only if you bought the game if you redeemed it on ps plus you're not getting the upgrade so, sounds about right. I mean- that's annoying. I it mean, is I annoying. I don't know if that's maybe an issue that they ran into as far as like how to provide the upgrade, like what triggers, or it could just like because I know there's like sometimes there's games on Switch where if you own another game from that developer, they like there's a free discount for like if you own like. I think I think P Cube. They've done a lot of indies, smaller indies, and like if you own a game, when you look up the other one, it's a discount. So it could be something on like that, or it could just be something stupid like 
them not allowing it. But. Or it could be how the, like, we don't know. It could be how the agreement is because you got to remember those developers who get their games to go on plus for free still want to make money on those games. Right. Yep. So who knows what it is. Um. I mean, it would be nice if they just made you pay the difference. You know, like if they had, instead of having to pay the full price for the game, just be like, here's an upgrade charge. Mm -hmm. The PS5 exclusive, no, the PlayStation exclusive, the Pathless, is coming out on Switch and Xbox this winter. Which is cool. Um, Gamers thought it was all about them, and Bungie told them to fuck off. And now they're not going to share as much as they were with the community because gamers were making threats to the developers. So now it backfired and Bungie's keeping everything close to the vest about patches and what's going on with the game. So good job, gamers. Bunch of jackasses. Groupian dickheads. And in sad news, um, PlayStation's discontinuing the accolades program. (laughs) The what? (laughs) The what? Yes. I'm very sad about this. I will be taking ah. no follow-up questions. <laughs> um, what was the accolade program? Anybody know? So yes. If, if, they added it was, if you played yeah. multiplayer games, this is a PS5 only. If you played multiplayer games, you can basically praise other people you played with. Yeah. For being cool. Yeah, like for being like helpful or like a good sport or stuff like that. But I guess people didn't use it. Really? Huh. Hmm. The problem was considering I was today years old when I heard about it. It was supposed to be similar to if you've played Overwatch, the match ends and you get to vote like the MVP or it was supposed to be like that, but the problem is you have you had to access it externally. It didn't. Yeah, it's visible up. on your profile. Like if you go to your profile, like you can see your games, yeah. your trophies, your accolades. Yeah, I think it says like games, friends. It's one of the tabs. Um, so yeah, they didn't do a good job of integrating it. No. <clears throat> you know what does a good job of integrating that? Monster Hunter. After every hunt you do multiplayer, you get the option of like liking mm-hmm. everybody in there. And, you're like, mm-hmm. and, and then that's that true. gives people that gives people helper rewards. It, it brings it. It does. It does good things for everybody. Brings people together. Yes. Despite being on a Nintendo platform, with that online. You guys remember that um, Neo game? Well, the de- the game from the Neo devs, Wolong Fallen Dynasty. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Really, it's getting a demo soon. So maybe Gamescom will, uh, yeah. Mm. It is coming out early 2023 as of now. <clears throat> so just to look out for. Yes. I'm intrigued. Yep. Uh, you got to play Elder Brig first. Okay, I'm way more Neo than Souls and you know it. Got a point. And, um, Oh, um, I mentioned GTA, but apparently Rockstar, like, there's been big cultural changes for the positive at the studio. Uh, A lot of reports coming out that it's actually not a terrible place to work. Um, So that's All the employees are saying with a gun held to their head. (laughs) 
<laughs> there is a Pokemon Presents on Wednesday. So after this will have been posted, it most likely will recover Scarlet and Violet, which are coming out. Um, yep, they did say they will touch on that as well as like other like the apps shit yeah. that Pokemon has. Um, because they What's just that? announced Pokemon Snap for Switch Online. I think that was recently added. Uh, there is currently a PS5 um, software beta. Normally, it just fixes sta- uh, stability issues. This one, though, adds support for 1440p monitors, which are, I mean, it's probably more common for people who play on monitors versus, obviously, TVs. Um, but the big thing is it adds game list, which if you go to your collection in your library, so not the games you have, it's just the games you have, not with download, you can sort now and basically create folders in a sense. Um, you create up to a hundred, you can include up to a hundred games, I think they said on the list. So, and then it appears when you go to your collection, it actually appears up top before the list of games. So how you have it sorted, which is kind of cool. And um, Knights of the Old Republic, that was supposed to be in development from Aspire. It's been delayed indefinitely. Uh, They fired two directors on the game and they basically said, yeah, indefinite. We don't know when, we have no, no, nothing to report. So that kind of sucks. Um, they're gonna they're gonna cancel it. Like, turns out this game sucks. We don't know why you like it. No, I don't think they'll go the cancel route. But this is gonna fall into like a Metroid Prime level hole. Probably. I think this will end up being a Final Fantasy 15 hole more than more than that. I don't know. The Metroid Prime hole is getting dug deep at this point. <laughs> I mean, how, 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 I mean, the Metroid Prime was what, four years at this point? I don't know. I feel like it's longer than that. Now, what, I wish I remembered when, no, wait, I'm pretty sure Metroid Prime 4 was announced in the lifespan of this show. No way. I'm pretty well sure. Well before it. Well before. Well before it. Somebody <laughs> Google this shit. That's what I, that's what I'm doing. I think it was announced in um, 18. Announcement. I mean, delays suck, but this one yeah. seems... Oh, no, never mind. Five years. E3 2017. My fault. I see. Oh, well, this, one, year, but close. this one's like even worse because it's not even just a... This is like, um, yeah, don't hold your breath for this one because who yeah. knows? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is going to be this. That'll be like Final Fantasy versus thirteen turning into something else. That'll probably just turn into a Knights of the Old Republic sequel that they want. That they just they're just deciding they don't want to bring the old one forward. Also, and last but not least, a funny piece of news: if you have any gaming feeds of any kind, it's I find it amusing that there's headlines like Bugs Bunny getting nerfed. Or Shaggy nerf because multiverse has taken oh, yeah. off, and it's just it's funny to see like Bugs Bunny hit with the nerf bats. Like, huh? What? <laughs> Where are we? That's funny. 
front of this woman. Um, a couple of people I work with are talking about that game. They're saying it's actually kind of fun. I mean, it's free. you're always going to get it's free to play. So you're going to yeah. get people. I mean, it's easy to just okay, I'll give it a try. So, um, but that's about it. And uh, I had one more thing for oh. news um, that I didn't talk about when I was talking about Xenoblade, but there was a developer interview, um, and they confirmed that there is story DLC for Xenoblade Three. Um, that is going to be on par in terms of the size and scope of what Torna was. And for those of you who don't know, Torna was a story DLC where they actually even like reiterated the combat system. And it was a long enough game that it got its own cart for the Switch. Um, it was like a 20, 20 hour experience for me, at least. Um, so sizable edition is planned. Also, they hinted that they plan to do more Xenoblade beyond three and its story of DLC. Like they, they plan to continue the series already. So. They should nice. remake uh, Xenogears first. Yeah. Well, people really want Xenoblade Chronicles X. It's like one of those last. Well, it's that's like still... the last really big Wii U title, right? That's exactly. Cool. Yeah. I'm with Jason. Bring Xenogears forward. Um, do that, yeah. dude, Jason. The two and a half HD or whatever, the two point five, the, the Octopath Xeno Gears. That'd be cool. HD two D, whatever. That's what they call it. Whatever. But yeah, I'm old. Leave me alone. Uh, if you didn't like anything we talked about, guess what? You have no fucking soul. It's not about you. I'm old. Hasta la vista, baby. Story Route Zero. We have some cool friends who do some cool things, and I'd like to tell you about that. Phoenix Overdrive uses the power of games and gamers to help heal sick kids through the charity Extra Life. Phoenix Overdrive fundraises for Children's Miracle Network hospitals all year, every year, and the fun culminates in a 24-hour gaming marathon. Find out more about their events and projects online via Facebook at facebook.com slash phoenixoverdrive or on Twitter and Instagram at phx underscore overdrive. You can also join the Facebook group of Pawn Stars at facebook.com slash groups slash Nation in order to share and discuss all the latest in nerd culture. They've also got a podcast, Nerd Overdrive, which you can see weekly at youtube.com slash phoenixoverdrive. You can also catch it on Facebook Live or twitch.tv slash phx underscore overdrive. That podcast is also published on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Stitcher. You want merch? They got merch. Merch can be ordered from tinyurl.com slash phxodmerch, a portion of which goes to their fundraising efforts. Join the nation and be a hero to sick kids, as El Capitan Rey Osorio, Lee the Maestro, and Becky, the lovely queen of the guild, always say, hashtag rise above. Thank you for listening to Story Route Zero. We hope you have enjoyed your time here as much as we've enjoyed having you. Once again, questions, concerns, complaints, pictures of pets, or favorite recipes can be sent to storyroutezero at gmail.com. You can yell at us on Twitter at storyroutezero. Rate us and review us on iTunes, YouTube, or wherever you may have found us as it helps with discoverability. 
If you'd like to hit us up individually, you can find Moose Cool at Sven. That's S-V-H-E-N-N on Twitter, PSN, Instagram, and of course, Twitch, streaming games. You can find Jason Marshall writing at obelisk.co. You can also find him on Twitter at GimpyJ with two Y's at the end, as well as PSN, Instagram, and Twitch. He also has his own website, whereisthepausebutton.com. You can find Michaela Crescione doing all sorts of writing at obelisk.co, as well as on Twitter, at redxmod. My name is Matthew Keel. You can find me everywhere I'd like to be, at infinite underscore rewind. That's Twitter. That's Instagram. That's Twitch. That's PSN. And I also have my own website, infiniterewind.com. Be sure to check us out at all the places. You are always welcome, and you will always have a seat waiting for you on this ride. Thank you for listening. But for now, it's back to the real world for us. So we will see you on the next one.